0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaHealth.com.
1: If you are caring for a person with autism, great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. We are here to have the conversations that will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. Uh, I'm the vice president of business development at Autism Spectrum Therapies, or AST, uh, and we are an agency that provides services to kids across the country who have autism or other developmental disabilities. Uh, me, myself, I'm an ABA guy. Uh, so many of our listeners know I'm, I'm a BCBA. I'm a board-certified behavior analyst, and I've uh, been able to work with individuals on the spectrum, uh, early intervention age, all the way up to adulthood for the last 12 years. Um, Really excited um, had a, a really fun little I guess moment or, or like occurrence this week that i, I couldn 't help but kind of giggle and, and want to share with you guys I was I was sitting at home, and um, you know it 's been a couple of weeks, but I, I told my wife about our, our show uh, a few weeks back with, uh, with Paul Loudon, um, which she helped set up, and she helped organize and I, and I let her know that um, you know, I talked a little bit about her on the air, and, and she she thought that was really sweet. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to go listen to the show. So I just made sure, do you, do you remember how to get there? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. My wife ends up going to iTunes and downloading the podcast of the show. Now, I was, like, amazed by this. I was like, wait a second. That's not the way I would have told you to go. And I just had this, I don't know, I had this really cool, fun little moment where we kind of shared of, like, big smile of, Wow, this show's on iTunes. You can actually download a podcast on iTunes. And it just, it was just very cool. It it, it was a very odd and special accomplishment for me personally, but it also made me feel really good about the show. Like we're, we're getting to people. These conversations are coming to people in a lot of different ways. I've always thought, you know, folks go to the website or folks go to, um, the uh, the Voice America page, but to see it on iTunes, it was it was very cool. It was uh, it, it gave me a whole new sense of scope of what of where the show is going. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about is as as we kind of get going is um, there's a lot of people who who help me behind the scenes here, and and they really do a lot to help the show beyond just my wife and and um, I work with two great women, uh, Christina and Donna, who, who do so much to help me with the show, with with so much of the outreach we do, and we're always talking behind the scenes about articles, guests, issues, topics, like all the type of stuff that we get to bring to the table each week, um, whether it be on the show or even on the, the video blogs that I do, and, and Christina really brought this interesting article to my attention, and it was something that I, I know we're going to talk more about, but you know the gist of this article had to do with uh, had to do with advice to parents, and the, and the author was talking about basically saying when you get the diagnosis of autism as a parent, don't don't do a ton of research, don't get a lot of information, don't get too bogged down in all those things, and was trying to kind of say just just go and get this one thing or this second thing, and. As I was listening to to this summary of the article the the thing that that got me right away was this don 't do a lot of research and and I, and I understood the sentiment of, of the author, this idea of you know it 's an overwhelming situation. you probably are coping with a lot of different emotions it 's very easy to get overwhelmed. but after talking to so many of our guests over this last year, this idea of not doing research just really felt off. And again, I, I went right back to you know our previous guests. I went back to women like Dana Weber who told us about being a librarian and how she did tons of research and that's how she got the program for her son that she now is so ecstatic with and so happy with and she's seen all this progress with. Uh, I think about our guests last week and the, this amazing feeding program that they have at the Kennedy Krieger Institute and Research is like the foundation of it. And this is not a program you're just going to stumble upon through a basic Google search. You have to do a little bit more digging and a little bit more research. And they're the best program in the country for what they do. They're the the creme de la creme, as as we said last week. And it just kind of got me feeling, uh, I don't know, a little discouraged, a little just bummed out that, there's this still this thought of like let's not look into these things, let's not learn and research. you know I get that sentiment of of overwhelmed and of a lot of emotion swirling I've heard it from so many parents just in my in my practice, but I know that the thing that makes everyone feel better is a, a purpose, a plan, a vision of where we're going, and I felt like this this article was. Almost depriving people of that. And it uh, was just, just, just felt, just felt off, just felt really, really off to me, especially with this, this year long dialogue we've been having with one another. And it's all been about information and research and resources and being informed. So we're going to do more talk about this. I really want to make sure that people know, you know getting research or, or doing your research and your homework on, on different services and providers is not a bad thing because uh, apparently there's there's still folks out there who think it may be. So with that, let's get into our show, because um, today's show, we're actually going to talk to someone who I think has a, a, a very similar vision and mission to what we have here. Um, today, I'm joined by uh, Nina Martin, who is a, a licensed clinical social worker who's been working directly with children and families in a variety of settings for over 20 years. When her first born son was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome in 2005 at the age of four, she began focusing on learning more about the multitude of treatment modalities for people on the autism spectrum. Despite her education and experience, having having to quickly learn and integrate new approaches to parenting, her own child was quite challenging. Uh, Nina became deeply involved with a parent support group and eventually co-facilitated meetings for three years as a way to give back to the community. Her next step uh, is Talking Autism. And Talking Autism is reaching out to a much broader community. Her hope is to utilize the amazing technological resource providing succinct answers to the many questions faced by families. Together she hopes they will all receive critical information in order to best navigate the challenging and joyous waters of helping their loved ones grow up well. And we kind of jumped in and I, I myself catched there, but Talking Autism is, is an online TV show. It's something that is brand new. It's a digital city series produced by a group called Goodster that Nina hopes. And like I said, it's this, it's information, it's resources, it's awareness. So Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. It's very cool to, to talk to someone who it sounds like, and from watching your show, is doing so much of the same type of like work and, and I guess vision that we're trying to do here about just creating conversations and getting information out to people.
3: Yeah, I certainly felt the kismet when I started listening to your show. I'm a big podcast uh, listener in general. And when I found yours, I was like, whoa, this is fantastic. So, yeah, I, I agree. Thank you. Thank you. And can I jump on to your to your introduction there? I'd yeah, like to give my it. little two cents about about jump research. On in. Um, do it. and now I didn't read that original article that, that you to which you referred that talked mm-hmm. about that you shouldn't do research, so I can't yeah. really speak directly to it. But I will say this as a parent who has been in the situation of getting a diagnosis, feeling completely overwhelmed and intimidated by how much I wanted to know yesterday mm-hmm. in order to best help my child, because I loved him. You Naturally, when you hear something's different about your child than you expected, you want to learn as much as you can so you can help him or her be the best that they can be. Yeah. So most people I know have dived into trying to research. and. Mm-hmm. This is why Talking Autism, our new show, has been created in part. I'm trying, or we are trying to provide for those parents uh, a Cliff Notes version, a synopsis, a a very well-informed snapshot at many different topics. Because I've bought lots of books, and I've gone to lots of seminars, and there's just not enough time in the day to learn as much as we Need to learn and should learn yeah. so that we can make informed decisions about how to help our kids
2: I bet so, that also gets pretty expensive buying those books and attending all those seminars too it 's yeah, not yeah, like they 're yeah, all free
3: that 's another topic about how I set up my whole library system to uh, to get on board, but that would be another conversation <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: um, yeah. well, wanna, i 'm really curious how you know how did this all come about? Was it just a you know you're you're facilitating these parent support groups and this was just the next logical step or was there maybe steps along in a process to be able to create this show
3: i'm really excited about telling this story because to me it's amazing how The universe sometimes brings people into your life or you into other people's lives. And I wasn't planning anything like this, and yet I find myself here being the host of this show, Um, a labor of love it has been. So this is how it came into being. I was done um, facilitating that support group, and I had a friend who knew these two other women uh, who – now are my producers, right? Uh, Zinka Benton and Fran Rozesnik. And so we had a friend in common and they, she introduced us. She said, my friends here, Zinka and Fran, they're, they're, have some online TV presence and they want to do some show about autism and I know you're really involved in the community. Would you mind sitting mm-hmm. down and talking to them? So I said, of course I will. So, uh, I was all sweaty and a mess. I just set up a whole new shoe organizational system for my son. And uh, went down to the local coffee shop, met with them, and it felt like uh, fireworks going off of ideas and brainstorming and a meeting of the minds and a meeting of the hearts as we began a conversation of what would a good show about autism be like? What are my ideas about that? What were they thinking? And it became dynamic and engaged and deep immediately, and we were mm-hmm. there for a couple hours... Um, and the conversation has never stopped since, basically. And so it's a, it's a, it feels like a catapult clismic bringing together for us to create this show called Talking Autism. Now, Talking Autism is a part of a larger thing, as you said in in your introduction, a larger vision of their website and uh, their company called Goodster. Uh, Goodster is out to make web TV that helps the world and uh, that brings people together. So, Mm -hmm. Talking Autism is trying to help the world, inform the world, and bring people together who are specifically interested in being a part of the autism community or who are a part, linked in some way. Mm. So, uh, it made sense. I'm a kind of a person who, while I'm living, I'd like to uh, leave a better footprint than, you know, than before I was here. I want to do good things while I'm living. So do they. Um, And it's been a blast. That's awesome. So that's sort of how it came to be initially. Now, one of, the, uh, one of the things that really made us hit it off is that we have similar visions about process. Um, I'm not interested in being the expert. I'm, I'm probably, my, me and my husband are the experts of our son, but I'm not an expert about other people's children. And despite the fact that I have read some of those books and I've been doing research on this stuff for a while, I still feel like I'm not the expert. Uh, and in fact, many experts out there, they get some kids, but they don't get other kids. Yeah. What I can speak to is that as a parent, I've been on a path to figure out how to put together a program for my son. And every parent is the number one advocate and the expert of their kid as they try to answer the same questions for their child, although their answers may be different than how I answer it for my child, because when you've met one person on the spectrum, you've met one. Everybody is different and has different needs, although there are, of course, similar themes. So we didn't want to pretend to be the experts and know everything. So what we did was we went back to that group that I had co-facilitated and we created a subgroup of volunteers of parents. We had about 15 or 20 parents we met with and we did with them a brainstorming quest, uh, session based on the same question. What kind of TV do you wish had been there when you first got your diagnosis? Or now, what do you, you are our target audience. We want to reach parents, especially parents who are isolated and aren't lucky enough to be a part of a community the way I am. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to see? And then again, it was the meeting of the minds, and we came up with like 200, 150, 200 different ideas of show topics that we could possibly devote time to that we would all want to watch. So it's sort of a grassroots um, conversation, dialogue, back and forth between our target audience and us. It's been very creative. It's been very fun. Um, And now we have some episodes up. (laughs) It's a year later, and we have six of
2: the seven up right now so well let's take a quick it. commercial break because i know we're, we're right up against it but let's yeah. take a break and then i want to come back and talk about some of the episodes and some of the things that you've gotten to do uh through the show so and we'll love be right to, back I'd after love to this. hear your
3: feedback on anything you've seen
2: great so great. let's take that break and we'll be right back awesome
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520.
0: By adopting these techniques, you will keep your energy body and physical body in harmony. Listen for Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to more info at autismtherapies.com. That's more info at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, I'm joined today by Nina Marnan, the host of a, a brand new web series called Talking Autism. Um, you know, I, you said just before we went to the break, you, you guys have uh, aired six of, you said, seven shows so far, right? Yes, that's right. And They're so up I, I was, and
3: available all the time, 24-7. It's the amazing thing about this technology. I love it.
2: Wait, I, And I was wondering, it's, you guys are on the web, which I, I know some of our motivation for being on the web. But was, was the 24-7 access a big part of the motivation to do the show on the internet through Goodster?
3: Well, I can't really speak to the business decision by Goodster initially to huh? get on the web because that's really out of my purview. But I can sure. say that for me, as a person who was formerly very isolated and often not sleeping at night, um, it's not easy to just turn on the TV when something happens to be on and see what mm-hmm. you want to see. I think having 24-7 access uh, is pretty essential, especially for parents who have kids on the spectrum.
2: Yeah, I mean, I found like myself watching the show at times because I, I got to sit down. I, I watched all six of your episodes, and there were different points where I kind of had it on my computer. I was watching it and I was prepping my dinner, you know, doing some kicking in the kitchen with my wife. Or I was—it was something that like I felt was really easy to access, just here and there. And I didn't even watch all of them in a row. It was—I've got fifteen minutes. I'm going to access this ten-minute episode right now in this spare moment I have, um, which I thought was really cool. It's not something I had to like, plan out to do um, as I prep for the show. It wasn't like reading like a whole book. Um, it, almost like a Cliff Notes, like you said.
3: Yeah, exactly. We were trying to be very succinct and yet very engaging and fun. We don't want it to feel like homework. <laughs> if you're going to take 10 minutes out of the very important things that you have to do in your life, let it be fun productive, educational, mm-hmm. and make you feel a little better and help you on your long-term plans. So that's what we've tried to, tried to create.
2: I, I was curious how you guys came up with the show topics, because there's so much you can cover, um, whether it be therapies, um, conversations. How did you guys figure out these were the six we wanted to start with?
3: Well, remember that brainstorming uh, session with the subgroup from the support group that uh-huh. we came up with a couple hundred topics? Uh. They're straight out of that. Um, uh, the myths one, what felt like a good introduction, we tried to pick a couple of the topics that would be more, if you are watching them sequentially, might be good for someone just starting on their road to being... A knowledgeable person about autism myths and the pediatrician were some of the first ones. And then Mm -hmm. we looked at what do we have easy access to in our local vicinity that we could make a great visual engaging show um, Mm -hmm. without having to travel so far because of course this first season was a labor of love for us with no (laughs) budget. So (laughs) we needed to stay practical about that. And also I wanted to pick the ones that I was psyched to do like Mm -hmm. going to the high I hope's uh, hippo riding, hippotherapy, horseback riding therapy place. I had wanted to go there and ask those questions for years about my own really? son, but you know, I never, I didn't think we were going to do it. I didn't think we could afford it, and so I was like, well, why am I going to go and ask these questions? You know, just I don't want to waste anybody's time. But now I had a perfect excuse to ask every question to so many people that I've always wanted to ask. I've wanted to see Vista. I've heard about in our area. I've wanted. You know, all these Sensation Station, I wanted to ask all those OT questions that I was always a little too embarrassed to say I didn't know the answers to before. So I, it was sort of a, a mixture of what what was I interested in, what what did the group want, what mm-hmm. was local, and what would be a good beginning for our
2: first year. You know, I was curious, is there, you know, being that you had all these questions, um, what, is, is there something that you learned from one of your um, episodes or from the people you were speaking to that really impacted you, something you really just didn't know before, something that um, you just were really surprised by?
3: There was something like that in every single episode for me. Wow. So. Big yes is the answer um but I am genuinely uh, I don't prepare the questions for my interviews ahead of time with people it's a It's a real genuine conversation between me and mm-hmm. them based on what I'm interested in yeah. so uh i learn I'm constantly learning when I go on these interviews and mm-hmm. in all in all of the work that I do so Yeah, and I only hope that it will help answer questions for my audience the same way it has for me. I am the mouthpiece of somebody out there who isn't lucky enough to be able to go and meet these fantastic people. I mean, that OT person who we worked with, he's amazing to watch do his work, or the expertise of that woman teaching the kid how to swim. I mean, I learned so much just by watching and being around them. It's been uh, an incredible experience for me. I feel blessed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I know the episode, the swimming episode was really uh was interesting because I know that was the one where you really came from kind of I guess being the host to almost being an, the the subject in a way yourself because you shared a lot about uh your own personal story and some experiences that you had when your son was younger.
3: Yeah. Each one of these episodes, we take fresh eyes to and w- how we're mm-hmm. going to create it and what will be the most effective way to use the visual media to get the points across. And I mm-hmm. felt strongly that in terms of water safety, uh, I had it in my heart and I had it in my soul and that in this case, it was important for me to use my personal experience um to try to get a point across out there to the people i don 't tend to talk about myself in these shows like hardly at all, yeah, you uh, very or about my do. son, but in this case, I felt that it was called for what did yeah, you I think got, of that episode
2: I, and, and you know what it, it was what you just said it was actually my very first impression is I felt like you i didn't know it was funny. I started watching the shows before I actually read your bio, yeah, so I watched the very first two episodes the one uh the myth episode and the pediatrician episode um, and i wasn't i I wasn't sure what your connection was to the spectrum other than maybe being an l c s w who had experience working with kids and families um, and oh. so I thought it was interesting that you did exactly what you said. You very rarely speak about your own personal experiences. I, I, you've, you came across very early on to me as a facilitator. So I thought it was really interesting that this was the one episode where um, I, I felt like I was watching a different person, which I think was a really good thing. I, I felt like uh, I had this host, but now I got to see this other side to this person and see them in a different way, which um, – I thought was a really nice way of you guys doing it.
3: Oh, so interesting. I just got so much from what you just said. Like, I assumed that everybody had also seen... Um, knew that I was a parent, right? But yes, yeah. no, that's probably missing, uh, unless you see some other stuff that we had done a
2: long time ago. And uh, so, very interesting. That's cool. Thank you for well, that feedback. And I don't think it was a bad thing, actually, because you know, I, I, I have I have my own connections to the spectrum professionally as well as personally, mm-hmm. and my my personal ones are not my own children. So I, I think that it's really interesting to to hear from different points of view you know my personal life helped shapes my professional life just like so many of my colleagues yeah and i i like that so when i watched the first episode um i just in like i said not having known your bio seeing the show first um i assumed you had some connection um but just like everyone else who you interviewed where you ended with hey I have a cousin. Uh, my nephew is on the spectrum. My friend's child is on the spectrum. It, it's that point of, you know, it, it, whether it was your child, a friend a this or that, you know, our community is unfortunately growing, yeah. but. Our awareness is increasing considerably, and people are now aware and much more supportive of their friends, their family, their loved ones, who maybe are impacted more directly than, than they themselves are. Um, so it, it didn't take away from the viewing experience for me at all. If anything, it just enhanced that one show mm-hmm. and made it a little bit more powerful. I'll take it. That's okay. Great. That's good. Well, here's the deal: we got another commercial, so let's take this uh, next commercial break, and then um, I want to come back. and I actually have a specific show I do want to talk a lot about because you had I, I do actually have a favorite. There's one that really hit me, and I, and I can't wait to come back from this break and talk to you about it.
3: I can't. I'm trying to guess which one it is. Okay.
2: All right. Take you take a guess during the break. We'll be right back. I'm gonna take a guess. Okay.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly.
0: But instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Galler. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel
1: autism spectrum therapies is proud to present autism spectrum radio at ast we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential our promise is to support families through our extensive resources highly trained staff and outstanding programs Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health &
1: Wellness. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to more info at autismtherapies.com. That's more info at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Hey, welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio, everybody. I'm your host, Rob Haupt, and I'm joined today by the host of Talking Autism, Nina Martin. Um, all right. Did you figure out, what's your guess for my favorite show of the Ugh. six I've seen?
3: I'm so torn. I'm going to go with the drum roll, drum roll. Ugh. Oh, I don't know what to say. It's, I'm thinking it's between the Vista one and the OT one.
2: I'm going to go correct. with OT, OT. It was Vista. Oh! So you got to know a little bit about my history. I worked with my very first job in the field of of ABA and working with individuals on the spectrum was supporting a group home in Massachusetts for two Ah, years, working with 15 to 22-year-olds. Of course, yes. So I am uh, – watching that and seeing the the experiences there, it just was – it was really exciting for me. Because you you went to so many different places and you talked to different people. I thought mm. that was I don't always feel like you see a, as, a, as a consumer of information that people someone I watched a lot of these um, you know a lot of the YouTube videos and shows and, and a lot of the blogs and articles, you know, as, as does the the team that supports me here. Um, I don't always see one show or one article that it shows that many living perspectives. I generally mm. find one per article. And I love that you got to see three different ones as well as talk about the broader programs that were there.
3: Cool. I got that. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. So that's, that's good. Awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed meeting three different people who are uh, young adults who are involved with that program and we already have another one in the can that we're about to release that's also about another place that works with adults and young adults um, on the spectrum, Roses for Autism, that's coming up. I mean, I think there should be such an emphasis in our country getting programming going for our adults because there's a lot of us, a lot of them, and they're growing up, and they don't stay mm-hmm. so little and cute for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to need some some various so- styles of support for adults um, mm-hmm. to be growing. So I'm really interested in uh, spotlighting successful programs like that so that they can be uh, recreated throughout the country, hopefully.
2: Well, I think it was really cool that you – the the first um, young woman that you spoke to, she had, uh, you know, you you even said to her, she was telling you about her brother going off to college, and you made the comment of, this is her, this is almost like her going to college because she was living at home um, prior to moving to the Vista program, and I, I literally thought to myself before she even talked about her brother, this looks like my college dorm room. two twin beds, you know, plaid blankets, because, you know, that's what you bring to college. And and I just, I I thought that was such a great perception. And I don't know of that many programs where that's what you do. I I feel like a lot of people think, okay, well, my child's going to live with me, or they're going to live in a group home. And that felt more like a dorm, just watching it on TV. It felt like more like a, Okay, this person's living in like a dorm and they have shared dorm responsibilities and some of the charts although looked are more visual. I mean, I remember my dorm having some of those same types of signs. Please be considerate at 9:30, people are studying. You know, this one was just people are going to sleep. It's but it's the same concept.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and the amazing thing about Vista is how they break it all down. So they, mm-hmm. they get this experience of leaving home, but they're put in a, in an environment that's gonna support them in being successful. Mm-hmm. And then they gradually step them more and more towards independence till they're living in their own apartment out in the community with mm-hmm. just touching base, access to someone to touch base as needed and on a monthly mm-hmm. basis. I mean, that's, that's an incredible program. I was impressed.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think that how you get there is probably fascinating to most of your viewers because, you, I, like I said, I feel like I see this is the child living at home or this is the adult living out in their apartment now that they're grown up. But you miss that middle point of how do you get from A to Z. And I thought that show with Vista, really, they gave you a lot of insight into how you can go there. Maybe that's not right for your child but This may be right for a lot of kids out there.
3: Yeah, or there, you might not you might have a seven year old at home, but just seeing the way they organize those charts and lay it out. Might be, uh, you know, a picture is a thousand words. You might have a, an aha moment, as Oprah would say about that, and apply it to your kid, who, of course, is nowhere near ready to move out. But right. you can learn. I think we need to have, a, as you said on another one of your shows, a long runway towards independence with our kids. And oh, a yeah. lot of those things that we get to see by visiting Vista that they're doing with these 20 year olds or 25 year olds, I am now applying to my son who's 11. Oh, that's so awesome. it, it's not just for adults.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And th- that's probably the perfect time is 11, 12 to start working on so many of these things. Yeah, you I know, agree. I was curious about where you guys are going next. You know, it's you've got seven episodes in the can. They're, they're, you've, you've already aired the first six. Are you guys already starting to film the the next bunch of episodes is is there going to be a season 2 what's what what's coming next for the show
3: can you get me a fortune teller uh, to tell <laughs> me i don't know i can tell you what we hope for i can tell okay. you you know what we're trying to to get here and why we're so grateful to to be included in your program because it's only through social networking and now you're our first piece of real media um, outside of ourselves that, that mm-hmm. we're trying to spread the word. Eventually, of course, we want to reach parents who will soak up our information and use it to make their families' lives better. As a bigger picture, we would love to have uh, future seasons of our show, but at this point we need money <laughs> yeah. and we need linkage with institutions. Um, so if we link up with some really excellent institutions around the country and they can share the information, um, that would be great. Uh, maybe we we could get private donations, maybe we would be able to get some corporate sponsorship. We are in the process, or they are goodsters in the process of becoming a non nonprofit. Nice. Um, and that would open up some doors for corporate sponsorship, as well as people giving us money. Just uh, they get to write it off on their taxes and help us make the world a better place. So mm-hmm. we're hoping for a, a future episodes without a doubt, um, yeah. and we'll see where it goes.
2: Yeah, that would—I mean—that would be great because, like I said, I, I thought you guys were just scratching the surface of, of so many of the dialogues you could. You could have, and you know, I, I lived in the Connecticut area for, for quite a while, um, and so I, of course, Googled and was like, okay, you're going to this clinic? Where's this OT clinic? I want to know. I'm curious. Where's this pediatrician at? <laughs> so I, I saw the general Connecticut area. But like I'm always, I was even thinking of, um, I, I was, uh, I went to school in Middletown, Connecticut, yeah. um, which isn't too far away, and and there was that, you know, I. I was even thinking of that children's museum and all these other cool things that are in just the area that maybe you don't even associate with autism, but I'm sure are, they were, and I'm sure they still are, very just friendly and opening and inviting and willing to help out and how you could facilitate things. You know, hey, this one therapy, like I think um, it was your OT episode where they talked about this is a ball pit, but this is a lot more than a ball pit. This is a museum, but this can be a lot more than just a recreational trip to the museum. This can have a whole lot of other value to it. It just, you know, you guys are, I I think, have so much potential, and there's so much of uh, just scratching the surface of, of the types of things you could do and talk about.
3: I'll tell so, you, we're chomping at the bit. We uh, we already have, like, many show topics, that, and we're making connections for a season two. We are very excited about some new ideas that have come up and some linkages that are just starting to happen. Yeah. So we're really hoping for corporate sponsorship, and once we become a nonprofit, of course, and, and also maybe... People who have a few extra bucks could throw it our way. You know, I yeah. personally am thinking, God, if this really spreads and people get to know me, I am very passionate about certain brands <laughs> that that are the most successful brands for my son and And the kids of the support group. I mean, I know what works for us and what doesn't, and I would I would just love to share that with some corporations because you know personal endorsement on the in the autism community. There's a lot of us, so you know there's possibilities, and only the universe knows what will come. And really, we're looking for feedback as as. I hope you feel that I'm open to your feedback. We're so curious to hear from everybody who gets to watch our show. What did you think? What was helpful? What wasn't Mm -hmm. helpful? Constructive criticism is gladly accepted. Um, Mm -hmm. We want to make a show that that honors and respects the gift of your time if you're going to come watch us. So we're interested in pleasing our audience and making it, really valuable television to help the world.
2: Nice. Well, we've got one last commercial break we've got to take. So let's take this last break and come back for our final segment with Nina Martin. We'll be right back.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520.
0: Make the most of your beautiful life. Listen to Ageless Living with Dr. Tong Lee and co-host Kurt Wilhelm to gain tips on how to live healthier and happier, alleviate suffering, prevent disease, become more beautiful in body, mind, and fashion, and find peace, balance, and success in your life. Are you aware that every 3,500 calories that you eat above what you burn will put a pound of fat on your body? And running one mile only burns 200 calories? So portion size does matter. And migraines do have a cure. What is it? You'll have to tune in Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to more info at autismtherapies.com. That's more info at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Hey, everybody. Final segment here on Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, I'm joined today by the host of Talking Autism, uh, a, a webisode series on Goodster called, uh, hosted by... My guest, Nina Martin. Um, Nina, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of different ideas. And, and I, w- I was kind of hoping you could maybe share with us. You know, you've, you've done seven shows. Six of them are already out there. Uh, you've gotten to really kind of see this come together into its first season. You know, what, what is the – what do you hope? You know, are, is there one hope or are there a few hopes that you really are, are wishing your listeners can take away or your viewers can take away from watching the show?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple different ways I can answer that. Um, The first one that comes to mind is I, I find myself thinking back to before my son was diagnosed even or in the early parts of his diagnosis, when I tried to do playdates with people, other parents, I mean, I just didn't fit in it, it, because the, he was so different. My responses yeah. to him were so different than what they had to do. They didn't get it. I felt judged, and I found myself uh, retreating from being with other adults. I mean, just having a neurotypical kid can drive someone stir-crazy, and, uh-huh. you know, adults seek a companionship of other adults, especially if you're a stay-at-home parent. Um, but when they're on the spectrum, that sense of isolation and uh, you know loneliness, really uh, feeling like you're the only one and not not knowing how to put it all together and why this is, can be quite depressing when it comes down to it. Uh, when I first met my support group soon after he was diagnosed, that's when my life started to come back together um, to really listen to other people talk about how they've struggled and answered the questions for them. And I saw myself in them. Uh, And I knew that I was no longer alone and I wasn't a freak and everything made sense. Uh, So that started lifting my spirits and got me out and got me at least on the phone with people and emailing people so that my life could take on uh, more of a social aspect as I tried to answer questions for my son and figure out what kind of a parent I needed to be to help him. Um, so I'm hoping that somebody who is that, oh, another thing that I used to do in those days, I used, I used to watch a lot of television. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Oprah, mm-hmm. and gosh, Oprah helped me through a lot, just Looking at her gorgeous face and hearing her words, I felt like I was with a good friend. And I would also watch a lot of stories or, you know, HBO series, whatever it is. I like to live through those people. So I'm hoping that by being this host out there, that somebody who's a little isolated will be able to, when they want to check in with me, sort of on their computer and get to hang out with me a little bit and get a sense that they're not alone and mm-hmm. that they're not alone in their struggles and that I'm here and I am I feel like sisters and brothers with the parents out there who are trying, but we are all really one big community. Um and I want to make that more tangible, a richer resource for us all to empower us as we advocate for our children yeah. and keep our marriages intact, our relationships intact, our health intact. I mean, we have 80% divorce rates. We have higher rates as parents. We have higher rates. Uh, you know, there can be a lot of addictions and maladaptive behaviors of the parents because it's hard and it's stressful. And so I want people to have a place to go for... Relief, release, and, of course, for information. I want to provide what I didn't get, which is cliff notes for yeah. these answers. What I did, what I, I'd, I'd go to an OT and they'd use a word like proprioception, and I would just be like nodding because, of course, I'm the social worker. I'm supposed to know what this means, and very few people really break it down. So I'm giving everybody pre-teaching cliff notes so that they can be informed about what's going on with their kid, why people are doing what they're doing and get a picture of what different options are so that they can make an informed decision. I hope that all of this will make the journey easier for everybody and decrease stress and only increase my and all of our sense of community.
2: Well, I think you guys have a great, I mean, like I said at the top of the show, I think you guys have an incredible mission. Um, and I just love the way that the resources, this idea of Cliff Notes and being able to access it 24-7, um, whether it be you can't sleep at 2 a.m. because that happens. And, or you just, like I did, you, know, you watch an episode while you're you know, prepping the vegetables for your dinner. Um, for, just to remind everyone, uh, for all of our listeners who haven't seen the show, they want to go check it out. Um, what's the website for them to be able to go uh, watch the show?
3: Well, go to www.mygoodster.com. dot That's m y g o o d s t e r dot
2: com. <laughs> Mygoodster dot com. And then I know you talked about wanting, uh, you know, the hopes, the aspirations for the future for seasons two, three, four, um, if. If someone's interested, they say, hey, I want to make a donation. I want to do a sponsorship. I want to be involved. Uh, Are they able to to contact you guys through the website as well? Is there someone they should email? Yeah,
3: all of our contact stuff is on the website. It really is. So, yeah, we would welcome that. And please watch our show and comment on it and share it with your people. It's only by people sharing it with people sharing it with people that we're going to reach that isolated parent or grandparent or guardian and and that's who we're after so please share it nice. and thank you so much for your time and audience for your time
2: well it's great having you and I'm wishing you luck and, and uh, a successful season 2 launch over here and then with, with that launch we'll have a, hopefully you'll have an ABA show and we'll oh. get the BCVA out there with you guys too
3: well I have a lot of questions about that so I wish I hope so
2: that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really loved having you.
3: Well, back at you. It was good to be had. And I had a blast.
2: Thanks. Well, we got, um, final couple of minutes here, gang. Um, and I just want to close things up. We actually are, uh, recording this the Friday before labor day did a bit of a pre-record since, uh, I can tell already Tuesday when we all get back from a three day weekend, will be crazy hectic. So, um, I hope you guys have a really great Labor Day um, and the, uh, the topics of, of Talking Autism, I think one of the great things of it is just these different resources and information. And so as you get ready for these three-day weekends, as you return from these three-day weekends, I think things like Talking Autism, things like our show, things where there's easy to access information um, with some tips and resources is great to just kind of refresh Um, whether it be prepping for a weekend like we're about to have or or coming back because for some of our kids and and for a lot of kids I've worked with, it's actually the coming back from the the new in the novel is the hard part, not actually going to the new in the novel. Um, So as always, really excited that you were here, really glad that you joined us. Um, To keep with my tradition of of giving you guys some past shows that really go well with the topics that we're covering – couple of shows come to mind. They're all a little diverse, which I think is great because Talking Autism is a diverse uh, webisode series. Um, But a couple of that I'm thinking of are our guests from back in April from Autism Awareness Month, um, the producers of Autism and Love, that amazing documentary that uh, we got to talk about and learn so much about. I think those life experiences and those hopes and the dreams really tie well into the conversation we had about the uh, VISTA program. I'm um, Also, um, May 14th, we had uh, the uh, editor of Chicken Soup for the Soul, um, which was a really great show that I actually missed. I, I believe that was our one show with Dr. Gina Chang that she got to step in and host uh, in my place. So I recommend you guys check that out because Gina is incredible and, and has such a great perspective. Uh, and I know she brought it to that show. If you've got questions, you've got comments, please bring them. Send them our way. Um, more info at autismtherapies.com. Also, Facebook posts are always appreciated um, or questions that way because we get them. We respond to them. And uh, I just love hearing what you guys have to say. Just like Nina was saying about her show, send the feedback, send the comments coming uh, and make sure that we know that we're putting the right show together for you. Uh, Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Take care and we'll talk to you next time. Later, everyone.
1: We hope you've had some questions about autism answered this week. Autism Spectrum Radio can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Please join us for another edition next week.